I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Just a little bit of donut. Enjoy that donut. Mm-hmm. Might have the other bit. Mmm. Yeah, man. Mmm. I do like donuts actually. Every now and then, I love donuts. Yeah, a lot of people love them, and I'm more reluctant than that. I. This is like donuts. Yeah. Don't. We don't have the budget for that. Sorry. Um. <laughs> um. I. And I don't have the fucking brain space to hear you sing it. <laughs> I would love to sing Skyfall. No. Just giving it my no. fucking all. No. I think I will. Maybe that's the song I'll do on stage one day. Oh my god. <laughs> this big fucking Florence Foster Jenkins <laughs> performance of all of the greatest hits by Alice Nedder. You've been talking about singing on stage for years. No. Yes, you have. For like a year. No, longer than a year. Maybe. I've played around with it as an idea for a, lo- a lot of time. We've been talking about it on the podcast for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. You just need to bite the bullet and do it on an Instagram live. <laughs> on an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel sick inside. Makes me feel absolutely sick inside. <laughs> that would be so funny. It would be. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, when I do it, I just have to do it fully sincerely, and it's going to take me a while to work up to that point. Yeah. But I'll get there. Oh, look, we've just started the podcast. That's You've cool. Never, uh, yeah, organically. Yeah. You just mentioned it. <laughs> um, what a... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, fuck, I hate cupcakes. <laughs> like, cupcakes are over, and people need to know that. Well, hold on. Can I ask a question? Nan's had a birthday recently. All right. She okay. got a lot of cupcakes given to her. Sure, they're cute. Some cupcakes are delicious. But just they're over. Like, the I don't know. Frosting to cake ratio is out of whack these days. Too much frosting. Way too much frosting. Equal amounts of frosting to cake. Cake is yum on its own. Give me a slice of cake any I disagree day. so strongly with you. Yeah, yeah, but you're whack. I don't think... You don't, I you're just, not a sweets person, so you're not in your jurisdiction. Sure, okay, sure. I'm outside of my what I'm allowed to talk about. Yeah. But I will say this. I enjoy a red velvet cupcake with a cream cheese icing, and I like, and I like that. I don't think you've seen enough cupcakes recently to that's true i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not interacting with cupcakes that much on on a regular basis no not on a reg base i think the best cupcakes i've had oh tough to say what are some of the best i've had i mean i just miss a good old like old-fashioned cupcake with just some frosting that's not buttercream you know 
What do you mean? Like once Mo? you like like once you get at, at kids' parties or something. Oh, do you know what my nan used to make little vanilla little ones? They're kind of like a quarter of the size of the cupcakes yeah. you get now, I reckon. And they would have like a little ice icing with hundreds and thousands on them, and I, and I did love those. They were so just simple. Uh, and sometimes you'd cut the middle of them open and put a bit of cream in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was fucking like good. Yeah, just simplicity. Like my my flatmate back in the UK, Emma, she makes coconut cupcakes sometimes they're gorgeous but it's just the ratios are correct you know put a little coconut cream in the, in the frosting a little bit in the batter can i ask this isn't something that you've brought up with me privately so is that a topic that where you got a hot take on it and then you were like i'm gonna wait till the podcast no to share that or did it just occur to you in the moment thank you for asking about my process and um <laughs> It just occurred to me in the moment, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but we would just ate a donut and then that naturally progressed to yeah. cupcakes. Yeah. And all of that. I enjoy parts of those donuts. I love this them. This is the Support egg. local. Support your local donut shop. Fuck Don't yeah, it's so that. important. You're holding that like a vape. You're holding my hair clip like a vape. Fuck, I'm so fucking... I just need it. No, you can't have it. I want it so fucking bad. And do you know what kills me about it is that, like, yes, I made the decision to quit vaping, and I asked for assistance in that mm-hmm. for my flatmate Leon to t- take my vape from me. But I'm also an adult now who's making the decision that I no longer want to quit. And so it's like, you have to also respect that decision. You can't just respect the first decision where I wanted to quit because I am an adult with autonomy and therefore I am allowed to go back on my word. That's such a ridiculously bad argument for a person trained in law as well. I don't even think that is a bad argument. Why is that a bad argument? We allow people to change their minds on things You're in an altered state. You are in an altered state. Am I in an altered state? Because I'm still having nicotine tablets. You're in withdrawal. Withdrawal from what? From the the, the oral fixation of vaping, from the high nicotine content of a vape compared to nicotine gum or whatever, like whatever else you're using. You are in an altered state. So also, I mean, look, because then that just opens a whole can of worms. Like, well, then what, what, what level should you be respecting your decision? What, like what level of your mind state should people be respecting your decision at? The one that well, you're I don't know. You're in. the one who's saying my mind state is altered. So clearly, you have a better grasp on where my mind state no, is no, no, at no, at any no, particular no, but what point. You're saying, you're, you're saying is that your mind state now should be more uh, respected than your previous no, one. I'm merely asking for it to be as respected yeah, yeah, yeah. as my previous Absolutely. one. Which is which is not which means it's not an argument to say you could have the vape back because if those are, both of those opinions and those different states are of equal importance then that's just nil well it? you just go by whatever the most recent opinion is no that's bullshit it's not bullshit people change their mind all the time that's ridiculous there are a thousand things that we used to think that we no longer think and that we ex- we ex- we have fuck you know that you don't believe in this argument as well it's so funny it's not that I, can... I don't believe in the argument it's just that like I, I actually no I, I do believe in it no you don't because you wouldn't even be making this decision all, all you would do is you'd go out and buy another vape well, it might come to that. Well, exactly. But if you really... Because you basically are going, my rights are being taken away from me. I'm not saying my rights are being taken away from You're me. I'm saying my, my, the I'm not being decision. respected. You're not being respected for someone trying to do something that you previously asked them to do. And also, you're asking them to just, you, you, when you ask Leon to take it away from you, you say, don't give it back to me. You, you, are, I'm not doing, don't give it back to me. 
you're telling him, giving him clear instructions to not let you have that vape. And so in, in, if he gives it back to you, he's failing what your previous self can I, set can him I up ask to do. This? Okay. Let me set up a hypothetical situation for you. It's not his responsibility. It's, okay. Sure. Let's just set up a hypothetical. It's, it's, it's 5.30 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I say to you, Rose, do you want dinner? And you say, yes, please. Mm-hmm. And then 6.30 rolls around and you have actually changed your mind. You no longer want dinner. Now, am I, I to force feed you the dinner you previously asserted that you wanted? You've asked or am I wrong... to respect your opinion and accept that you no longer want dinner? You have asked the wrong person because I 100% would eat the dinner out of politeness. In my I'm not asking what you no, no, should do in this doing, scenario. Not, I'm saying not, what should not, I do? That's a false equivalence because you're give it, force feeding something rather than not giving someone something. That's a stupid. That's a, that's not a, that's not a fair example. Okay, how about this? It's five thirty p.m. and I say, Rose, do you want dinner? Mm-hmm. And you say, No, thank you. Yes. Then at six thirty p.m., there's mm-hmm. enough dinner for two, and you tell me you now actually you would like dinner. Now, would that's you, not that's not the situation? Would you be upset if I then withheld dinner from you, even though dinner was readily available? That's not the right equivalence. What what the actual accurate one would be would be I you I would say at five thirty you'd ask do you want do you want dinner and I'll say no and also. If I do ask for it, ba- if I ask for dinner at six thirty, do not give me dinner. And then you say okay, and then you make an agreement between you and I at five thirty that you will not give me dinner at six thirty. Rolls around, I say I want dinner, and you say no. You are within your rights to do that, and I cannot be upset at you for doing that because I told you to do that. And if I really wanted to, I could go out and get dinner myself, couldn't I? Because I'm an adult. It's ridiculous trying to reason with you. You're 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 coming down from vaping. This is impossible. You know what? I agree with you. You you've come round. Oh, I've come round, but I'm absolutely furious because I do just fucking need something. I just need something. But maybe this is the problem though, because now it's like it's like an okay. So like I'm trying to drink water. Yeah, take that situation right. Take that situation. Is that you're feeling physical withdrawal from something, right? You're feeling a physical feeling that can often be tied to emotions, but you cannot tie those things to logic. We just tried to argue. You just tried to argue your way around to getting something that you crave physically through a logical argument. Mm-hmm. So I think, but it's it's like, it's like. But I still, I mean, but we do that all the do time. Do you feel in your body? Do you feel in your body? Are you feeling yourself in your body? You're going, I feel these ways and it's because of this withdrawal the feeling, feeling I, no, no, no. the feeling i have in my body i don't know if i am more irritable today than i normally am for example only you and leon can be the judge of that but i feel in my body that sensation when you finish something salty and you're like i just need something sweet like i just need like yeah just a tiny bit of something just to like and that's what it feels but like times 10 it's just like i just go i just if i i and i and i don't it it's the same because i would have that sensation before i vaped so i'm used to having this feeling as in like before i took a vape not like before for it yeah 
and I just want to scratch it mm-hmm. and I can't scratch it right now. Mm. Yeah. And that bothers me. It's weird. It's weird, man. You've got, I think you've got a more addictive personality than I do. Oh yeah. I a hundred percent have a more addictive personality. Yeah, it's quite odd. Do. I don't know. It's odd. Lots of people have addictive personalities. No, no, it's not odd to have an addictive personality, but it's just like, um, what make, what, 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 how does that happen? You know? I don't know. I think it's because like, well, I think it's indicative of what my type of personality is like at large. You know, I'm very much like an all or nothing type of person, you know? Rum with like a little bit of... I think so. Yeah. I think you're very good at moderation. But then... Devastatingly. Well, not particularly, but, but do you think that that is true of you in a wider context? Yes. I don't see how that's true of me in a wider context, but... I think it's pretty true of me. I have never, I can't really be restrictive. I'm really bad at restricting. Like I've never been on like a diet, like a proper diet. Yeah, but you're very good at moderation of all sorts of things. Like, mm. and you disagree with this, but I've never seen you finish a meal. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. You've got Alice has got something in her head that I've I have never, never once a, seen you, you finish a meal. I start pointing out when I finish an entire meal. In front, I finished an entire meal at lunch. Mm. I just finished. I ate extra dumplings. I every time it's like every time I don't finish a meal, you go wow. <laughs> That is wow. how I feel about not finishing a meal. Anytime I see someone not finish a meal or stop because they go, I'm full. I, when I feel like they've hardly eaten anything, I'm like, oh, I'm like, to me, that's like a magic trick. Like that's how I view that. Like I cannot imagine being in that situation unless I was sick. But I, 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 I eat a lot though. I, I would say I, I eat a, like big portions because I'm a big gal. I'm tall and I'm got big muscles, but <laughs> I and Huge I do brag. yeah, but I do eat I do eat quite a bit, but I think I don't um I don't eat regularly, which is quite bad. <coughs> um, do you want to talk about what your energy was like these last couple of days, or do you want to just keep that between you and I? It wasn't good, was it? Well, it was good. It was I thought it was good. I thought you were your higher self. I cr- mm, looking back on the the events of yesterday. <laughs> I was definitely up and down. I didn't know whether or not I was right. I am riding like a hormonal high post period at the moment. Mm. That's for sure. But this one's been interesting because it's been in lockdown. And so it's like, I've got all this energy to do stuff, but then I don't have any of the ability to do it. I can't write at the moment. I've been watching a lot of videos. Mm. I cried yesterday laughing and then it just kind of just... And I wasn't crying, but it just turned into actual just tears coming out of my eyes. Mm. I've been really easy to tear up recently, which is weird mm. in my post um, in my post uh, lockdown. I mean, sorry, post period energy. But no, I was yeah, I was quite aggressive yesterday. I'll be I'll be the first to admit it. And um, been really enjoying music. I found myself in the uh, car. It's like I'm high. It's it's like I'm high all the time. I'm in the car, and. Um, I was like dancing in my. I was I was Fuck, dancing in my wild. car today. Yeah, I, I, a Stevie Wonder song came on, and I and I really got taken over by the music. And in that moment, I went. I was at the lights, and I went, "God, music's great." <laughs> I was just genuinely like had a real moment, going, "Wow, music is fantastic. It really makes you feel. It makes you move, and it makes you." Um, I don't know. I just can't imagine people not liking music. I just come over here just because. Um, 
just because we were talking about Chris Martin earlier, mm. and I realised I forgot to um, not earlier on the podcast, earlier in our real life, where we mm. both agreed that he's fucking hot actually, yeah. and like don't even care Chris if people Martin, disagree. Twenty, I'm gonna Google that. Chris Martin, because I think I learned something about him the other day, but I can't 100 percent be sure. God, he's he's hot, eh? London, blood, a British bloke. Interesting Chris guy. Martin. Chris Martin was a virgin until he was 22 in the early days of Coldplay and allegedly pursued fellow pop stars Nelly Furtado and Natalie Imbruglia yeah, he wrote, he with wrote, unconfirmed rates of <laughs> unconfirmed rates, rates of success. success. He really drinks and doesn't smoke or take drugs because he doesn't like being out of control. He um he wrote Shiver, my favorite Coldplay song obviously, um about Natalie Imbruglia apparently. Really? Yeah. God, what an interesting so he's a guy. Nerd. He is a new, I love that actually. How do you think Dakota Johnson and him are doing? I think they're really strong. Do you think they're really in love? Yeah, I think so. I think they're really in love as well. I presume everyone's in love though. Mm, maybe not great. Interesting. Interesting. Sorry, we're both just Googling Chris Martin now. This just it's dead air, isn't it? When's the How last time you had a crush? What the fuck are you talking about? Like every day, you dumbass. Right, yeah. Chris Martin, um, daughters, children. How old are they? You love to crush her. I love to crush and I like to idealize uh, a person and um, make up my own version of them without actually interacting with them and then inevitably being disappointed with their actual flaws as human beings. Yeah, I think I go the other way. Oh, really? I think I assume they all have flaws and therefore I never get to um, actually, like, you know, see how good they are. Um, Don't know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? Well, and I don't care like... to know. No, um, go on. <laughs> go nah, on. you don't care to know. You don't, I ca- do care, you don't to know. care to know. But also, you just... don't care to know. You don't care They've to know. They've been dating since October 2017. I know, it's a long time. Fuck me, that's wild. Yeah. And do you know she's neighbours with Jimmy Kimmel? Is she? Yeah. Very cool. And she also called out their other neighbour for getting her, like, granddad's tow truck towed. At a party, they what, were like what? at some. She was on Jimmy Kimmel. I saw her talking about it. They were at some like fancy celebrity party or some shit. Yeah. And her and Jimmy were talking, and the other neighbors came over here, and Jimmy was like, "Neighbor reunion." And then the first thing she said to them was, "Did you get my granddad's truck towed?" <laughs> Amazing. I know. I love that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm like, what a fucking legend. I also love that on her Architectural Digest video, she doesn't show off her bedroom. Mm. I'm like, cool, keep it private. <laughs> she um, She's definitely of... She's like, but she's she's... She's a Hollywood child. Yes, she is. She's extremely privileged. There's no getting around that. And I realize that I... (sighs) Yeah. It's like, sometimes it's like, look, they're just like us. They have a sardonic sense of humor. And you're like... Yes, but they're not. Yeah, They're not just like us, you know. That's Um, so true. uh, 
But no, props to her. Yeah. If I ever met her, I'd kiss her ass so bad. I'd do you like, reckon? Do you th- is that your? T- what is your tact when you meet a um a famous? Well, it all comes out. Famous person. Do you reckon? I don't care. No, I, saying kiss ass is pretty crazy, but I want to be like cool in front of them for sure. Like make a cool impression. I wow, really interesting. You don't give a shit about anyone. I don't give a shit about anyone generally. Although I will say this: that time that I spoke to Ke- Stephen Colbert, yes. I truly was a puddle of mud. Really, and it's not even from the perspective of being the I'm, biggest fan of him or no, not at, not even in the slightest. Mm-hmm. It was more just like feeling kind of out of body in the sense of he's only someone I've ever seen on television. Yeah. So to acknowledge that he's like a person in life. And I'd already seen his show and stuff as well, which is weird. So I knew that he was a... Also, full context, you were meeting him with Jacinda Ardern, that rando bitch as well. Like... <laughs> like <laughs> oh my God, I hope that's the pull quote from this podcast. Rose Mutterfield, Jacinda Ardern, that rando bitch. What I mean is that, like, the context of this is that you were talking about how you're starstruck about meeting Stephen Colbert. And then, but also Jacinda, like, you don't, like, Jacinda Ardern did not even like register in your mind as being a weird person to talk to but because you know Jacinda well I don't really know her like we're Mm. not friends you've talked before but I was friendly with her when she was like a list MP in the late you know like before she was like everyone was like fucking I don't know kissing the ground that she walks on yeah of course and I like her for the record wow that's gonna be the pull quote I like her instead of rando bitch (laughs) for the record I like her for the record. Rose was about rando bitch. Allison, no, I, I like mean, her for the no, record. No, no, I mean that sounded like I was bitter about her, but I think she's great. You are bitter Sarah. about her, and that's she's I the, am she's bitter the, about her, and that she is prime minister, and, and I am not. not. Yeah, exactly. But she we've knows gone that. on extremely different paths. Yeah, for sure. The one thing that she said to me, and I, I will always remember it, yeah. because I was like, that's kind of a. I'll tell you, and then you tell me what you think about this. Okay. Okay. So when I was like 22 or 23 or whatever, Mm -hmm. I was really wanted to be a politician for the Labour Party Mm -hmm. or the Green Party. I couldn't decide. Mm -hmm. And so I met with her and I was talking to her and she was like giving me advice about how to get into politics. This was when she was like, you know, just uh, I think maybe she was the Auckland Central Mm -hmm. candidate or not. I don't know. And she was super nice to me. And then at the end, I was like, all these things that you're saying, they all sound like Green Party values. Like, why aren't you for the Greens? And she said, because I'd rather chain myself to a house than a tree. Wow. Which I always thought was, like, so interesting about, like... Wow. It just... Okay, do you have a thought initially on that? Or do you want to give me what my read on it was? I'd rather train myself to a house just because it would be like closer to <laughs> a you kitchen. Can live, can't you? Exactly, yeah. you know, and people would be in there. <laughs> I felt like it was snarky. Well, I, it, it, well, yeah, possible. Well, it's, it's cynical, isn't it? It is cynical. Yeah, it's cynical. But politicians are fucking cynical, man. Yeah, of course. Oh God, I wish that I could have done politics, but there's just no way I can be a politician. Not, not anymore. No, fuck no. But back then, maybe, yeah, you could have been a really successful politician, yeah. What do you think it is that has ruined my chances now? Your sardonic wit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow, I don't really have an appealing laugh, do I? You do. No, I don't. Um, what has ruined your chances at being a politician? You lost your way. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you know when you first when people first become politicians, well, they first become like in the spotlight as a politician because mm. you could be like a low list MP and no one's going to give a shit about you. But like the first time you become a politician, like in the spotlight, and then you uh, suddenly everyone knows shit about you, and inevitably the first thing you have to do is address a whole bunch of stuff about mm. like stuff that you've done in your past or said or positions you've held that you no longer hold. What do you think is like the first like? three things that you politician Rose Matafeo would have to like straight off the bat just be like okay these things well I actually thought about this recently because I was like god maybe I should just become a children's entertainer (laughs) like in terms of going like I reckon I could be a really good children's like a children's TV presenter mm-hmm. for quite small children I can play the ukulele I've got yeah. a big eyes Ivy loves you Ivy loves me uh, it's Alice's niece and then she got the hair big mm-hmm. hair etc and um, and I was thinking that and I was like well would I be able to do that because I've said some smutty smutty things in there on the old but then Bob Saget I suppose was in full house so that's yeah. fine um, but if I was a politician I would have to <clears throat> fuck um interesting it would be material it'd be like like digging up old jokes probably yeah sure or like written can you remember any jokes where you're like ah fuck i wish i've got tons but none of them were really recorded like tons like tons of just going of the time you know yeah yeah like i think i talked about on the podcast once of like one time when like i was like really young and i wrote like a blog post and like you know it was a really interesting it's just it was just like literally the um the era of horrific kind of um, normalization of like of like date rape jokes and stuff. Yeah, you know right. What I mean? That was like two early two thousands <laughs> slash mid two thousands. <laughs> so it would become this thing where like like Rufy like hu- like you know hu- like so yeah like such and such Rufy no, yeah yeah you know would become like um sort of a, uh, like shorthand for like being like blacking out or not doing like mm. not knowing about something. And I wrote about it in a blog one time, and then someone was like, "That's a cra- that's a terrible joke." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I cried for like ten minutes, and then I apologized, and they were like, "Hey, no worries." And I took it out, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's how easy it is to just change something." So that's not on the internet anymore. So basically, nothing. Yeah. Oh, so you're in the clear. Well, I don't. Have, so you're still good oh, to maybe go. Maybe like I don't know. Like I guess maybe like I don't know if there's. I actually don't know. I don't think there's many nudes of me. So I don't think that would be one of the things you could get. Mm. Um, no, I just don't think there is. I mean, that's so depressing. Fuck. That's it's really not depressing. depressing at all. I think it's kind of good that you've been uh, you've had a presence as long as you, and there's nothing that would stop you from being a politician. Uh, no, there's definitely some. Well, my intelligence, really. Um, maybe my my Please. dad would always, my dad would always say that you um, don't believe I'm that. on like upper me on a list because of his affiliations. <laughs> With the Polynesian Panthers and uh, the government and all that shit as being a protester. His phone's got tapped, etc. Um, so I'm probably on a list somewhere. Um, 
I, uh... <laughs> I love the possibility that there's somewhere someone in the government genuinely thinks that you are a threat. If only they could see I reckon. how you spend your oh days. Oh, my God. I could be a threat due to my affiliations with my father. Sure. I mean, he's not too much. <laughs> um, and otherwise... All of the stuff we've said on this podcast. Yeah, I always wonder, because like, I don't haven't gone back and like listened mm. to the podcast, if there's stuff out there that we've said that's fucking terrible. Please, if you're listening to this podcast and you remember stuff we've said that's dodgy, please email us at Boners of the Heart and, and let us know. I'm Why? curious, because okay. I'm curious to know. Yeah. We've been going for quite a while here, so who knows what yeah. kind of jokes and things we've talked about that we no longer would, you know? That's what's... I suppose it's weird about comedy, though, isn't it? Is that it? It is. I don't know. I sound like Bill Hicks, but I actually I don't I don't believe that. Sometimes I like there's, there's so many different styles of comedy. I mean, people go like, comedy is about pushing the envelope. It's like it's actually not like some people to fucking do mime. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not. What I don't comedy think that's is. true. It's not pushing the envelope, but like finding with the lines. Some or comedy is about that. Yeah, but. Not exclusively. Shitty, whimsical comedy, like me. I hate all my friends. I don't do whimsical comedy. Oh no, you do heavy hitting political. I don't do that either. No. I just tell, honestly, mainly boring stories. Mm. I, um. Me too. Hate the concept of having an opinion and having to stand by it. Okay. As a politician. Is in any in, 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 in any in any way? It's so it's so hard. It's so weird with politics because to go into it with the best of intentions. Like I think I think there's similar like it's it's weird because it relies on it, what's weird is that it relies on many of the s- similar abilities that cross over with people like like comedians and performers and all that stuff because you have to be politics yeah absolutely of like just being mm. obviously being a front facing your job being front facing sure and all of that but you also have to back it up with a well, genuine that's why ronald reagan was a great president oh, exactly <laughs> but then you have to back it up with you know like actual work and intelligence and um a, an opinion on how to how you think the world to be a better place but it's just those little it's just those little things that like it just I just don't know how you'd be able to compromise on the values that inspired you to get into something to then gain more power to try and like it's like a weird cir- circular thing which mm. is kind of contradicting itself you know like well, the thing about what what, fe- what it feels like in politics just watching from the outside is that it's impossible to hold an ideological position on anything mm. because you will literally never achieve that thing and at some point every politician regardless of what party you're a part of you are selling yourself out in mm. terms of what you actually believe mm. but you're doing it on the premise that it's some how for the greater good but there's actually no way of knowing if it Mm. is indeed for the greater good you're just making that judgment call and that seems like a fucking stressful way to live also i think maybe some politicians don't see it as 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 the greater good i think it's like being a representative for the community they come from with you know what i mean like and and in terms of if you're a middle-aged white man who's a national you're representing the community that you come from yeah that's because you're striving for the greater good of the people that you your community and 
yeah i mean i don't know it's it's putting that above but it's interesting because it depends on what you think of like obviously you and i are both left leaning people and it's like is your conception of right leaning people that they don't care about the same things that we do or that they do care about the same things that we do they just have different methodology of how it's meant to be achieved i think both and i think in saying that, I think in, 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 in admitting that there's a difference in the methodology, then admits that there's a difference in what the, the, the people that they care about. Do you know what I mean? In terms of who is it the greatest amount of harm reduction for this group over this group and the methodology of how you achieve that? Or it's like if you value the economic growth of your country more so than the social mm. welfare of the, everyone in your country, it's like... And because and those things would be possibly directly related. I don't know. I think it's maybe it's a willful like um, it's a it's a willful uh, denial of how those things can uh, are related mm-hmm. or like or how uh, how you value one thing more than another. Yeah. I mean, like, I do you- truly believe it's impossible to be a social liberal and a fiscal conservative. Totally. But yet... There are people out there claiming that every day. <laughs> well, yeah. If Chris that's Martin, that's it's tough. It's tough. Bring, bring. Oh no, I hate calls. Bring, bring. We'll end it out on this fucking call. All right. Hello. You speak into bonus of the heart. Hey, how you doing, Esmea? Uh, Chris Martin. No, no, mustn't be Chris, Chris Martin. It's me, Chris Martin. No, Chris Martin is from Exeter, um, in the UK. Hey, and I don't think- yeah, I love Exeter. Oh my god, are you upset with me? Oh, I thought you'd want to hear from me. It's getting better. Um, hey, uh, Chris Martin, what's going on? Oh, listen, I've just been listening to the pod, and I listen. I can see you're on your computer. You're not even engaging with me How can you at see this me? point. Ha- at this point, where are you? Where are you're you? not even trying to fucking make this oh, podcast entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see, Ozzyana. Hey, just- how you fucking doing? <laughs> Fuck that bitch, man. Sorry, that was strong language. Nah, fair okay. enough. Let's well, end this. We both ran out of energy. I think we ran out of steam maybe two minutes into this podcast. Yeah, also, I talked about politics when I have no knowledge about Same. it. Same. No, as if. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. I don't, I am so bad at politics. I don't really care. You do I wish care. I could care. You do know a lot. I wish I could it's care. It's just your brand to say that you don't. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's blah, not blah. my brand. It is your brand. Well, my brand is to be self-deprecating, sure, and admit that I know nothing. But, I mean, you know, I got ideas, and I got big ideas. And you'll see them one day, <laughs> once I get off that list of the government, because of my dad's affiliations <laughs> with the Polynesian <laughs> Once you're off the no-fly well, list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. my abs hurt man it's fucking same yeah. my abs are actually killing me but i'm also kind of loving it yeah we did a workout yesterday and we're gonna be doing yeah, a workout again sick. tomorrow oh i just missed a call from my doctor nice right, I better I go get it. okay bonus of the heart uh, bonus of the heart at gmail.com um, next episode uh, we're so sorry alice couldn't make it to the podcast <laughs> um i know we should have edited that out at the end of the last podcast but um yeah uh so just a quick update um <laughs> Oh god. Okay. Um uh, 
let's end the podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And um, please email in. Thank you for the email so far. Hopefully your lockdowns are going okay, especially to our, all our listeners in Australia and Melbourne who are perhaps in yeah, lockdown. Love to also Melbourne. in Auckland. Um, and let's hope it's done soon so uh, I can get out there and, you know, just, you know, yeah. um, expel this energy and Alice can get out there and, um, you know, buy a vape, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Ta-da. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.